Good evening. This is Pastor Bill at Solid Rock Bible Church here in Reno, Texas. Hope you can be with us this evening. For those of you out there, I want to welcome you and thank you for joining us. Uh, this evening, I've got a, a little message I would like to bring you. And, uh, I, you know, we are getting closer and closer, I honestly feel like, to Jesus Christ coming back. And uh, I've got a question I want to start out with. And it says, are you prepared for eternity? Have we ever just sat down and thought, am I prepared? Am I truly a believer? Am I prepared if Jesus Christ comes back? Will I be in heaven? You know, the, 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 excuse me, the Bible warns us that every one of us is subject to sudden death. We do not know the day that we are going to perish, the day that we're going to leave this earth. No one has a promise of another day or another hour. We never know when we're going to be swept out into eternity. It could be by a car wreck, heart attack, act of violence, a natural disaster, or just a freak accident. We see it happening all the time. We see this happening every day all around us. Events that unexpectedly take the life of somebody that maybe you know or maybe a loved one. Do you know, and we probably don't think about this, I mean I don't until I got to studying on this here, but did you know that, that thousands of people will die today and they did not see it happening, they did not see it coming? They woke up this morning, they got up, they showered, they dressed, they grabbed a cup of coffee, brushed their teeth, whatever, and then they rushed out of the house, never dreaming that they were leaving their house for the very last time. They was not expecting anything to happen. None of us, when we get up in the morning and leave our house, we're expecting to come back. But, you know, we don't know what's going to happen through that day. Are we going to get back? If we don't, let me ask you a question. Are you ready for eternity? You know, Jesus told us a story in the book of Luke. Matter of fact, Luke 16, chapter 9, I mean, uh, chapter 16, verses 19 through 31, about a rich man who was living in luxury while there was a little beggar man named Lazarus that lived nearby out in filth and doing without. You know, but that beggar. The difference between uh, the rich man and the beggar, the beggar was ready for eternity. It said that when the beggar died, he was carried away by the angels to be with Abraham and the saints. But when the rich man died, it says he just simply died and found himself in hell, in torment. Jesus said in Luke 16, 24, Being in torment in Hades, he lifted up his eyes and he cried out, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. But see, this was not possible. And that rich man is still there today in hell without any hope whatsoever. One of the worst things about hell is that our memory does not die. We still remember even though we're in hell. Those in hell, they're going to remember all the opportunities they had and rejected to bypass hell. They're going to remember all the times that they had to, to receive Christ, but said, no, not today, I'll do it later, or whatever. 
they'll, they'll remember the church services they attended and the invitations they just pushed off to the side and the opportunity to come to Christ that they just disregarded. They just wasn't interested. Oh, maybe one of these days I'll do it, but not today. And who knows if they didn't go out that next day. It's interesting, you know, that the rich man didn't want his brothers to join him in hell. He even asked for Lazarus to go to his father's house to warn them. Matter of fact, he said here in verse 28, lest they also come to this place of torment. Warn them so that they don't come here where I am at. But you know what? Abraham said, no. If they will not listen to the prophets and they will not listen to the preachers I send them, they will not listen to Lazarus either. So we better listen and hear what the Word of God is saying now. Hell is not a place of fellowship. Hell is a place of loneliness, weeping, and just flat outright crying. You know, I have heard people joke and laugh. Say, Boy, I can't hardly wait to get to hell. I'm just going to party, party, party. Boy, are they in for a surprise. How foolish it is to wait too long to be saved. To wait until the day after death when you can't be saved. Let me ask you, are you ready to meet Christ today? Or are you in danger of waiting too long. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll do it here pretty quick. You don't know if you will or not. You don't know if you're going to have that opportunity. While you've got the chance, while you've got the opportunity, you better say yes to Jesus Christ because I'll tell you what, we need to prepare today. And I'm just going to ask you, have you yielded your life to Christ or is it your attitude like, like those who say, well, Someday I'll get saved, but, you know, not right now. See, I used to, I had this friend, and he, he, he would ask me, he said, Bill, are you ever going to get saved? Are you going to come to church? I said, well, I don't know. I probably will one day. You know, I've got a lot of things I want to do right now. I'm still young. I want to do a lot of things. And uh, maybe someday here when I get old and can't do all these things, then maybe I'll do that. You know, I had no idea if I'd ever get old. Praise God, he gave me that opportunity. I did get old, and uh, I'm getting older. But, you know, I don't know myself what day it will be that God will call me home. But I do know in my heart that when he does call me home, I'm ready to go. I know who Jesus is. I've received him into my life, and I serve him this day. And... Uh, <clears throat> It's so urgent that we be ready, that we accept Jesus Christ. You know, the Bible uses the word now to show how important and how urgent it is to, to get salvation, to be saved right now, because we do not know what's going to happen. In Acts 17.30, it says, God now commands all men everywhere to repent. God is telling us, repent now. Repent. Do it now. Don't wait. Do it now. The Apostle Paul said in 2 Corinthians 6.2, Behold, now is the accepted time. The accepted time to receive Christ. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Today is truly the day of salvation. You don't know if you've got tomorrow or not like we've been talking about. You don't know if you'll be able to ask Jesus Christ to come into your life. But you know, You've got to receive Christ 
before you die. Once you die, your life, what you've done, where you've been, everything is sealed. There is no chance of salvation after death. You have to do it now. If, and I hope that you are not waiting too long to be saved. I hope you're not one of those out there saying, oh, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it next week. Well, you know, here, I'm, I'm, I'm fixing to go on vacation and doing this and that, and when I get back, well, I'll think about it. No, you need to do it right now because you don't know when the day that Jesus Christ is going to call you home. He's going to call you out of this world. Now, when I say call you home, I'm talking about calling you out of this world because if you don't know Jesus Christ, you'll never get to heaven. You'll never get to what we that know Jesus Christ call home, and that's going to be your eternal home. But you're, that those that do not accept Jesus Christ, they will have an eternal place, but it's an eternal place called hell, and they will never be able to, to get out of that place. It's for all eternity, and that's where they're going to stay forever and ever and ever and ever. You know, if you'd like to, if you maybe you'd like to trust Christ today, maybe just some little something I've said there maybe triggered something in you. As, you know, if you would like to trust Christ today as your Savior, let me just suggest a real simple prayer that you can sincerely offer to the Lord this very moment. If you would like to have Jesus Christ come into your life, would you say this prayer with me right now? <clears throat> Dear God, Right now, I confess my sins to you. I don't want to wait another moment. I now invite Jesus Christ into my heart to be my Savior. Yes, today I'm confessing Jesus as my Lord. I claim his promises of eternal life. And in Jesus' name, I pray. If you have said that prayer, if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want to tell you right now, you have an eternal home in heaven. Jesus Christ has accepted that prayer and he has, given, he has granted you salvation and he says you now have an eternal home in heaven. See, that's one thing that I really truly like is Jesus Christ never made salvation difficult. He never made it hard. He knew there was going to be people out there that needed to come to him, but yet they needed to understand and know what they were doing. Salvation is so simple. Just simply to believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that he died on that cross for your sin, and on that third day he arose. It says if you'll believe this and confess Jesus Christ as your Lord, you will be saved. And two, over in Romans <coughs> excuse me, 9.13 most people say, oh, I've done too much. I've sinned so much in my life. There's things I've done. God can never forgive me. No, God's grace is greater than any sin that you will ever commit. Matter of fact, Romans 10, 13 says, For whomsoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whosoever, whatever you've done, I don't care where you've been or anything else. I don't care what you've done. Jesus Christ said, if you'll come to me and confess me with your mouth and believe in your heart, you'll be saved. Have you confessed Jesus Christ 
Have you confessed him in your heart? See, that's the whole thing. You have to believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died for your sins. He is truly the Son of God. And on that day he died, three days later, he arose from the grave. He arose from that grave. He was resurrected so that you know that you also shall be resurrected and have eternal life in heaven. He showed us that through his own, own resurrection. No, Jesus loves you. He wants you to come to him. He don't want to have to stand there on that last day at the great white throne judgment and look down on you and say, Depart from me, you worker of iniquity, for I never knew you. And he's going to do that to a lot of people. Depart from me. I don't know you. And from that point on, they'll be cast into the lake of fire for all eternity. So I'm asking you today, to please, if this is something that, that you've thought about, that you, that's been on your mind, today is the day of salvation. I'm asking you to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and as your Savior. Things are really getting tough and it's getting bad out there, and we never know from day to day what's going to take place. If you left your house this, in the morning, how do you know that you're going to get back? You don't. I don't. None of us do. But the only thing we can do is be prepared. Just like the title of my message, Are You Prepared for Eternity? Are you prepared? You, you know yourself in your heart if you're prepared or not. Are you? Simply believe in your heart. Confess Christ with your mouth. And Jesus Christ says, you will be saved. So I want to thank you for being here today. I want to thank you for hearing this. But you say, Bill, you sure, you talk a lot about salvation. Yes, I do. I do. Simply because I love you. And I don't want you to burn in hell for all eternity. You know, I've thought about some things. I've been at a number of funerals. I've done a number of funerals. As I've stood and as I've looked over into that coffin, knowing in my heart that that person was not saved, knowing that that person, that body that's laid in that coffin, that spirit, that soul has gone straight to hell. And I wonder sometimes, could I have said something? Could I have done something that could, have, that could have changed that person's life. That they're not burning in hell, but they'd be home in heaven. And that really bothers me is, could I have done something to help that person get to heaven? And that's why I bring the messages I bring. Is I'm hoping that I can help someone accept Jesus Christ into their heart and know that they're going to be in heaven. That's what my desire is. is for everybody that I can run into and have contact with will go to heaven. I hope you're one of them. I hope you are one of them. Would you all pray with me right now, please? Father, we come to you. I'm thanking you for the opportunity to bring your messages of salvation, your messages of hope to others. Lord, I pray 
that you will just touch hearts, open their hearts. Let them receive, Lord. Let them receive your Son, Jesus Christ, that they may know that they have eternal life, that they will someday be in heaven. You know, we're all, you know, in, in Hebrews 9.27, it says, <coughs> excuse me, it says, for it is appointed unto man once to die, and then the judgment. We all have an appointment with death. We just don't know when. Father, open our eyes, open our heart, open our ears, Lord, and let us hear and receive your word, and let us know, Lord, through your Son, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we can have eternal life and we'll have it forever and ever and ever. I want to thank you for being here today. I want to thank you for hearing this message. Maybe if you, maybe many of you out there are already saved, but you know, maybe through this message you could share it with someone else that you know that's not saved and invite them to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. So I want to thank you again for being here. God bless you. May his hedge of protection be around you and may his face shine upon you. And I pray these things in Jesus' name. I'll see you all next week. And God bless each and every one of you.